Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a very special, sad episode. Not sponsored, but should be sponsored by Red, Taylor's version. I'm Alyssa, and I'm still single. I'm Christina. I am still single. Hello. How's it going? Um, fine. You know. I wish I was fine. Depression sponsored by Taylor Swift. I have been depressed and sad since Thursday night. Yeah. Same. Ugh. Well, if you guys didn't guess, we are going to be unpacking Red, Taylor's version. The only version that exists anymore. Oh, absolutely. So before we get into Red, do we have any updates for our listeners? Um, yeah. I do have a couple, couple life updates. Okay. Oh, I matched with this boy on Hinge. Ooh. And... Um, I found out that he went to high school with me, but he grad. well, okay. So not with me because he graduated with my sister. So I wasn't in high school yet, but I got the tea from my sister and she said that he was like, actually, okay. Like he That's wasn't rare. like a shithead, which is very rare for here. I have another life update. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You know what? I'm being selfish. I'll go first. Okay. Um, okay. So you know this, but the listeners don't. Um, listeners, do you remember? Probably not because your thoughts aren't consumed by me. A few months ago, I was like, oh, I'm like starting to fuck around with this guy. We'll see how it goes. Um, I was like 99% sure that it was going to blow up in my face. Um, it about probably about 50% blew up in my face. Um, but that is over now. Shocker, shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, cause obviously cause I said I was still single. Um, but I stopped talking to him like that. It's for the better. It is for the better. It's for the greater um, good of your mental health. Literally. So, um, basically there was just like lots of mixed signals and back and forth. Um, and it, it just got so Phoebe Bridgers said motion sickness, emotional motion sickness. And I felt that to my core. Somebody roll the windows down. Literally. Um, <laughs> so I was just, it really was like that, that TikTok's out. You're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. Um, so yeah, I'm done. I'm done with him. It was. It's actually very good and very cathartic. I yeah. My friend, my friend was like, "Oh, you're shutting down. You're becoming emotionally unavailable." I'm like, "A, no. bold of you to assume I was emotionally available in the first place." <laughs> Literally, <laughs> becoming B, emotionally unavailable, bitch. I've been there. Exactly. <laughs> but B, it was it was so back and forth and just exhausting that like me just going, "I'm done." I feel great about it actually. Which is better in the long run that you shut down? Quote. You didn't really shut down, but you shut him down. Yeah. For yourself, because he wasn't treating you the way that you wanted to be treated. And why would you stick around for someone like that? Yeah, exactly. You know? Harry Styles said, if there are any games, trash, trash, trash. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. So, no, I think it's because I made the decision that I feel great. I feel good about it. Good. I so, love that. That's my update. On to yours. Well,. It's not that serious, but it's serious to me. Well, then it's serious to me. I found the charger to my vibrator. Shut up. Oh, my God. 
God. I've been looking for this bitch for like three months. I, I, I think I remember you losing it like in September. I literally oh lost God. it so long ago and it's been sitting dead in my drawer. Yeah. <laughs> so if the listeners I'm so home, happy for you. Thank you. I'm very happy for myself. I was like, oh my God, I could cry. <laughs> yeah, it's just been sitting dead in my drawer for so long because like, like I said, it has a charger and I lost it. Like you can't just like replace the batteries. Um, it's also the most amazing people with a vagina. If you want this vibrator, like you have to have it. Absolutely. It's from Tracy's dog. I don't specifically remember like the model, but like if you look up like Nicole Byer talks about it all the time. So if you just like Google like Nicole Byer and Tracy's dog, like you'll find it. And um, she talks about this this vibrator all the time on her podcast. So I told Alyssa and Rosie, I was like, you guys, like, listen to this. Like, like I read them the reviews, and the reviews were so funny. One of the reviews was, like, I used this in the bathtub, and, like, it was so powerful that I splashed out all the bath water. Just <laughs> ridiculous. But I was like, I got to see what this is about. So we all have one. Um, yeah. It's amazing. I, I absolutely second the statement that if you have a vagina, you need one. You have to, you have to have it. It's so good. It's so good. You will never need someone else ever, <laughs> which is really depressing. But it's also like other people are disappointing. Oh, absolutely. And vibrators aren't selfish. Yep. The least, uh, like like the most that they can do to you is die and make you lose the charger. Which honestly was about as emotionally distressing as a breakup. Because I have this other like tiny little one that I'm like, this does nothing for me. I hate this but they, one. But but in the breakup, they don't gaslight or manipulate you. That's true. So do with that information what you will, people. Yes. But I'm so happy for you. Thank you. So you enjoy your orgasms. Thank you. I will. Uh, finally. Once more. Uh, okay. So are there any other life updates before we get sad, sad? I don't have anything. Okay. So let's turn it over to Blondie. Turn it over to Blondie. So, okay. Are we, are we going to be annoying and go track by track? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Because I have three pages of notes. You're insane, but I love it. Three quarters of one of those pages is just all too well 10 minute version. Yeah, that's going to, we're going to have to unpack that. We could have a, a whole episode about that one alone, but oh, we, we won't. Really could. We won't. Um, um, okay, but with Red. So yes. personally, this is one of my favorite Taylor Swift albums. Um, yes. I have loved Red since it came out, I guess. Um, even though I wasn't the biggest Taylor Swift person, mm-hmm. Red was my jam. Yeah. I... A lot of these songs I listened to for the very first time on Thursday night when Taylor's version came out because I wasn't super into Taylor Swift, but like I knew all of the singles and I knew some of the other songs. Like I knew some of the more popular like non-singles. So so we're going to have like a good perspective. People, or people, you, listening to the songs for the first time and then me going back and... Listening to an album that you previously loved yeah Yeah. I will say this is this has been a very different experience for me because whenever this album came out we were 
in high school. Mm-hmm. It was 2012. Yeah, so we were in high school. Um, now, listening to these albums, not only is Taylor older and more mature and the songs sound that way, but we are. And I, before I was like, oh my God, yes, we are never getting back together, which... Yeah. But but now I'm like, I have life experiences to back up some of the things that she's uh-huh. singing about. Because like before I was like, oh, this is a great song. It makes me pretend to feel things. But now I'm like, and now fuck. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> I went through that. Like I went, yeah. I felt those emotions and I have stories that connect with these songs that it hurts. I think that's the, how I can summarize it. It hurts. That's fair. I think a lot of the time, a lot of things that I wrote down were that shit hurted in my notes. I think I wrote that down, too. I wrote it down at least three or four times. Okay, so shall we get started with track number one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. State of Grace. State of Grace, more like a a fucking bop. It's so good. It is a banger. I didn't want to share too many of my thoughts with you before we, like, sat down and recorded, but I, like, had to Snapchat you. I was like, wow, this song is good. Like, this is a fucking bop. Like, how come I've never heard this before? Great album opener. Yeah, it's like the perfect song to open the album. It really gets you excited and uh-huh. ready to, ready to go. And you're like, wow, you're just a state of grace. And you're uh-huh. just so excited. Like, wow, this like beautiful relationship that I she know. had. And you have no idea what's coming next. But I will say, later on, I'm jumping ahead, but later on, the acoustic version. Same lyrics, so sad. So I know it's the same lyrics, but there's something about the acoustic version that makes it so sad. Like the first one, you're like, oh, what a wonderful relationship. But the acoustic version to me makes it seem like, wow, she lost this wonderful relationship. Yeah. It's so sad. It's so I, I don't sad know. to like, like she was so into him and he just like didn't care. Yeah. I, you I, know? I, yeah. I don't know. It's, they're they're two sides of the same coin. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Number two is red. Red. I, I, like, to... I like this song. I think it's oh, yeah. a good title track. I think it's really good. I mean, as like, it sounds so similar to the original, which is great. Um, I think I relate to this one more because, like, you know, as a kid, you're like, oh, loving him was red. But, like, now you're like, you're like, oh shit, it was. It really was, or it was blue and gray. Like all these emotions and passions that she's talking about. Now that you're older, because like you're stupid. You're a you're a teenager. You don't know anything. Take notes, uh, John Mayer and Jake Gyllenhaal. You don't know anything when you're a teenager. John Mayer's time is coming. Oh God, Joe Jonas got off easy. Got off, literally, Joe Jonas got like a certified bop. And he and Sophie went to SNL to go support her. I saw I that. Like, and she sent her his baby a present. Oh, come on. Well, it's because he did something shitty, but guess what? They were both children at the time, though. Yeah, they were... Like, that was, like, what, 2010? That was so yeah. long ago. They were, like, 17, 18. Yeah. Like, you know, I know it wasn't great, but you're, stu- you're a stupid teenager. Like, it makes sense. Like, you get... Uh-huh. Like, you know, you make mistakes. Yeah. You're not grown-ass adults preying yeah, on... You're, you're not a 30-year-old dating a 20-year-old. Ugh. Anyway. But yes, Red, passionate song. It is fun. 10 out of 10 would recommend. So much fun. 
I love it. Um, I just love the opening line of loving him was like driving a new Maserati down a dead end street. Like any of us can relate to that shit. Yeah. What's that like? Yeah. Don't know what you mean by that. I, a cries and poor. Yeah, literally. <laughs> All we got is a uh, boys in yeehaw trucks. Yeehaw trucks driving peeling down. out of like peeling out of like a Walmart parking I lot. I was just about to say a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> um Okay, number three we have treacherous. Not gonna lie. I was kinda bored. I was like, uh, eh, I'm not into this one. I'm kinda bored. I respect your opinion. Uh-huh. However, I'm going to passionately, respectfully disagree. Okay. I love this song. Yeah. I always have, but this one, honestly, Taylor's version popped it up to, to like, not number one on this album for me. Mm-hmm. Up there, though. I, I relate to the song a lot now, and I think it's because every time I've talked to a guy or slept with a guy, it's always been a very bad idea. Yeah. Always. And the moment right before, my note literally says, treacherous is what a decision to like someone feels like, and I want that. And that moment right before you decide to sleep with that person or start to start liking that person, mm-hmm. that moment right before that, it is so... It's treacherous? So, it's treacherous. It's exciting. <laughs> it's dangerous. I, I, This is a song where... I imagine myself like it's nighttime. I'm with this person and I'm right about to like kiss him for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's what I imagine. It is, I adore this song. I love that for you. And the I'll rest of the to, album is the fallout. I'll have to listen to it again from a different perspective, I guess. That's so good. Yeah. Oh my God. Number four. I knew you were trouble. Okay. Anyone who's like, this song is about Harry Styles. She wrote How? this song before they started dating. People were saying that about not to get ahead of myself, but like, we are never getting back together, too. It's like, this album came out before they started dating, right? They started dating after this album came out. Like, right yeah. after. So how could those songs have been about him? They were literally now, dating. Now, whenever she performed some of them live. It's in my notes. <laughs> Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, we're the same yeah. person. Yeah. Like when she did some of that, sure, yeah. But sure. they're not about... because they were broken up at that time. Yeah. It's crazy. They're not about Harry Styles. Style is about Harry Styles. Absolutely. But... Half that album is about Harry Styles. <laughs> like... but... but I can appreciate that um people are remaking the memes with Taylor's version, like the goat. The goat screaming, absolutely. So good. And the 22 one as well. I'm not going to try to sing that one. <laughs> we'll get to it when we get to 22. Um, also, this is a controversial opinion about this album. I know that this is like when Taylor was trying to like start changing up her sound a little bit. She wanted to like dabble in pop music and I get it. But the pop songs alongside the country songs just gives me such whiplash that it like feels like we're doing two different albums and it just like doesn't seem very cohesive to me that's like my only complaint about like listening to the album as a whole is that it just doesn't seem very cohesive even though okay cohesive 
music-wise, not story-wise, because Taylor Swift is very good at curating a story. Like, she knows how to tell a story throughout her albums, so that's not my complaint. Like, all the stories line up, and every like story-wise, everything makes sense. It's just the way that they sound. I will say that was one of the things that I have... I'm not, I don't listen to country music. I don't like mm-hmm. it. I don't like the twang. I don't like the accent. It's also yeah. very triggering given where we live. Yeah. However, there the element I do thoroughly enjoy about country music is I love the storytelling. Same. And I think that Taylor does that so well. Not only does the album concept as a whole, but each song, she tells a story. Um, mm-hmm. And I think she retained that from her country music roots, which I really, really enjoy. Um, you can keep the banjos, you can keep the beer, the trucks, and the accent. But mm-hmm. I really like the storytelling. I love and a good I, story. And I think also, like, dropping dropping the accent, I think it was... Because, you know, Taylor Swift, the album. Mm-hmm. Yeehaw, baby. Yeehaw. But I like how when she went back and re-recorded this, she goes, oh, I'm not, I'm not pretending anymore. I'm just going to sing like I normally do with her mature voice and everything. I love it. I love, love, love it. I've like, I wrote so many times in here. Like her vocals are amazing because I love hearing her mature voice sing her older songs. It's so cool. I think the internet is hilarious. You know, saying, you know, the reason that she did all too well and then 22, because one, 22 is just a bop mm-hmm. after like a slow song. But also because, spoiler for all too well 10 minute version, because Jake Gyllenhaal took away the joy of her 21st birthday, uh-huh. coming in and going, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Yeah. Another F you to Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yes, absolutely. Oh, I didn't tell my Jake Gyllenhaal story. I have a story about Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. So my sister has a very talented artist friend. Um who lives in New York and used to work on, um, like, uh, shows for Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the shows that she worked on was a Jake Gyllenhaal show. And so she worked very closely with Jake Gyllenhaal. She was like a set designer or something, I think. And she said that this man is such an egomaniac. That really? he was, like, insufferable to be around, and if he didn't get what he wanted, he would freak the fuck out and yell at everyone, and she said that one day, like, the most minor inconvenience happened, and he screamed, saying that he was going to get everyone fired. Oh my god. Yeah. So, if that tells you anything you need to know about Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm just sitting here in stunned silence. Yeah. Because now, but also I'm thinking of the All Too Well music video. Uh-huh. When he is like anger issues. Angry and a gaslighter. Yeah. That's, that's the Jake Gyllenhaal story. I feel like, yeah, like I said, that tells you everything you need to know about him as a person. I wholeheartedly who, believe it. Who just like yells at people like that, you know? Like you're a shitty person. I feel like he doesn't tip either. Oh, there's no way he tips. Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't tip. Why do I have to tip you for doing your job? Yeah, literally. He's that type of person. I believe it. He's go to Europe then. Go live in Europe where you don't have to tip. But I pay a livable wage. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also 22 for me. So I think it's hilarious. So um, you were there for this because you're there for yeah. everything. But t- my 22nd birthday is the one where I had a meltdown crying at a bar. <laughs> so every Are time I... Are you feeling I- 22? <laughs> 
every time I hear this song, I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know about you, but I feel like 22. But I, also, I do get a mini flashback to me so, so incredibly drunk, crying my eyes out at a bar. And this huge bouncer just points to me, like, does the thumbs up, like, you good? Yeah, like, she and, good? Like, I'm, I have tears streaming down my face, and I'm, like, sobbing, like, pulling we my thumbs like, up. She's fine. <laughs> and no the bouncer, way. The bouncer was like, I don't want to deal with it, and just walks away. <laughs> um, the line where she's speaking, and it's, like, in the background, where it's like, who is Taylor Swift anyways? Anyway. Ew. Is that in the original? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, like, for some reason did not remember that. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, in, that's in the original. Nice. I, I honestly, I thought she was going to cut that out. Because that seems like something that she would, but then at the same time she goes, "This is what the fans want. We're gonna do it." Ew. Oh, she she literally will like do anything because we want it. It's crazy. Oh yeah. Like she gave us wildest dreams Taylor's version because it was trending on TikTok. I I just think that in the past few years, and by past few years I really mean probably since twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. She's really said fuck to the music industry fuck these Literally. people she goes i'm doing I only, whatever i want i only care about my fans because mm-hmm. even even like with reputation that was for her and that's what she needed and i can't wait for the reputation re-release because i'm gonna go barrel oh my god that that will be my joker that is my oh joker. god i any man that i know should just block me all men should hide run and I, hide when reputation comes out i'm going to be insufferable um, um, but I feel like the last few years she's just done. She goes, I don't give a shit about anybody but my fans. What do you want? Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and she even said that in, uh, was it Seth Meyer? Who was like, I, they tell me what they want and I'm listening. Yeah. Oh, that interview was so good when she, um, what she was saying about Phoebe. And she was like, if Phoebe Bridger sings it, I will listen to it. And I was like, yep, same, same, Blondie, same, same. <laughs> Me too, girl. But anyways, back to 22. Um, I wrote down, you look like bad news. I got to have you. Most relatable al- or lyric of the whole album. Most relatable. I swear to God. Uh, yeah. Once again, I've never talked to or slept with anyone that's been a good decision. So yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow. There were a few, there are several relatable things that I'm like, yeah, then I'm like, is she in my head? Yikes. Is she in my mind right now? Do you have any more thoughts about 22? Uh, no, no, we're good. Okay, so... We still got a lot to cover. We have, we're only on seven. We have to, like, speed through some of these. Okay. <laughs> I almost do. See, we can speed through this one. I don't have that many thoughts on it. I don't have very many thoughts about it either. I said, honestly, kind of boring. I said, I wrote, same level as Treacherous, to be honest, but relatable. We've all been there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We are never getting back together. Controversial opinion. Yeah? Um, I didn't particularly like the song in the original. Uh-huh. I hate the remake. You hate the remake? I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate it. I, I hate it. I think it's like a fun song to like listen to in passing. Like if you're in a store and it comes on, you're like, oh yeah, this song's fun. But like I wouldn't choose to listen to it. I'm going to skip this song every time I listen yeah, to this album. Like, it's a skip. What I did write was, y'all remember when she um, dissed Harry Styles when <laughs> she sang this song live? As a directioner who watched that shit live, 
I was like, it was <gasps> so funny. And so he calls me up and he's like, I still love you. <laughs> I was yeah, like, not. I wasn't a directioner or Swifty back then, but I was like, Taylor. But the fact that like Harry Styles is the best ex. No, literally. I'm like, ma'am, you did not have to diss him like that. But you did not have cool. to. You did not have to diss him like that. Now y'all are besties talking at the Grammys. Like you guys are fine. I just remember the camera like panned over to him and he was kind of like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, what's going on? Oh my goodness. But yeah, I, 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 I can't stand it. I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. Stay, stay, stay. Um, I, I hate this song. I hate this song too. I never liked it. I, I never liked it. Sounds like a Wayfair commercial. <laughs> Christina. Am I wrong? No, but the disrespect. The do-do-do-do. The like the intro. I was like, this sounds like a Wayfair ad that's like playing before my YouTube video. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, Taylor. It had to be said. I just didn't like it. I mean, I'm not going to throw that disrespect on there. I, yeah, I did not like this song. I, I, like, I never Ugh. have. The last time. I like this song. I liked it originally. This one is so much dramatic. better. It was it the, always was it always this dramatic? No. Okay, because it I was wrote, sad, but this is ugh, it was so much better in the remake. I wrote this song is so dramatic, it is the perfect rom com breakup song. It is oh my god. The, honestly, if I had a vote for the best original to re-recording, it's the mm-hmm. song. Okay. It is. Nice. It, it is. Uh, literally, um, I'm, sh- I'm showing you right now. That was the last song I was listening to before <laughs> we started recording. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot. I thought, I thought it was very dramatic. Like I said, it's like the perfect rom-com breakup song. Like I can just like hear like like the dramatic like chorus like playing as they like just broke up on the street in New York and they're like walking in separate directions and like they're both really sad and broken up about it I was like this like I can see this song in movies this is I just thought of this Mm -hmm. this is the holy ground all I can think of is the galloping that's all I can think of I don't really have any much much thoughts about this song I I like dancing to this one in my room, mm-hmm. but my only notes for this song, and I quote, holy ground, more like holy shit. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I, 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 I like this one. This one is just, this one's just vibes. Mm-hmm. I really don't have any yeah. cerebral feelings yeah. about it. It's just this one, this one vibes, this one rocks. Um, yeah. On to Sad, Beautiful, Tragic. I made sure to pay extra attention to this song because you told me that it was depressing. So I was like, Yeah, okay. <laughs> I like this one. I, I liked it too. I wrote down uh, a lyric that hit words, how little they mean when they're a little too late. And I was like, oh, relatable. Relatable. This, this one hurts a lot more. Now, I think because we have the experience of guys hurting our feelings. Yeah. Sad, beautiful, tragic love affair. Ah. Ah. Yeah, we've all had one. 
man, that one. This is this is a this is a sit in the dark by yourself and feel bad about yourself song. Oh yeah, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I said, wow, this song hit me like a ton of bricks. It. <sighs> I love it. The lucky ones. Okay, so this song, I think, is very niche. Uh-huh. That it's not my favorite. However, it is a good song. I like this song mainly because I like the the melody of the verses. It just I wrote down that it like scratches my brain just right. So book talk actually uh-huh. was like, guys, this song is this book. And I wholeheartedly agree. And I think you should read this book anyway. I, th- okay. I think you'd really enjoy it. It's called The Seven Husbands of Eleven, uh, Evelyn Hugo. Oh. Um, it's about like an old Hollywood starlet and her divorces and husbands. And it's a it's a queer story as well. Oh, love that. Um, and it's like her story like trapped in the life of Hollywood. Uh-huh. It's it's this song. Yeah. It is I, good. Yeah. I... So audience, if you like the song, go read that book. Yeah, I liked this song. I was like, this is fun. I won't listen to it all the time. But. Mm. This is, this is, I'll occasionally not skip it. That makes yeah. sense? Yeah. Uh-huh. Everything I know, has changed. I know you're kind of excited to talk to this one because you've always liked this one. Okay, that's the thing. I've always liked this song. I love this song. I don't really like this version. Really? I don't like, I think that the drums are too dramatic for the rest of the song. Like, it's just acoustic. And there's, like, these really dramatic, like, drums in the background. And then at the end, like, the chanting, it bothered me. Really? I think I just had such high expectations that I was like, I don't really like it. That's fair. But I'm like, I will listen to this version. I will not listen to the original version because... I'm not going to do that. I'm going to give Taylor her due. But I don't like this version as much. It's kind of upsetting. Yeah, it's a little I shocking was, to I me. was like let down a little bit. I was like, I don't like this. But See, I like, I, I love the lyrics to the song. I, lo- I like, I love this song. It's just this version, like, let me down just a tad. See, I liked it. This one felt like the more mature grown-up version. Yeah. Like, to me, I was hearing the original version... Like, ooh, you're fresh out of college or high school and you're going into college, you meet someone the first time, like you're as an adult, ooh. Like, oh my God, everything has changed because you're oh so dramatic. Mm-hmm. But this one to me seems like a more mature oh rather than like, woo, kind of romance to like, oh, wait, no, I actually do like this person. Everything has changed. Yeah. Kind of deeper level. I, I liked it. Now, do, did I love it? No. Yeah. But I, but I didn't I didn't love the original either. Yeah, I just I liked the original. I love the original, which is so weird because I really don't really like Ed Sheeran. I just really like this song. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, I'm sure it'll grow on me, and I'm sure I'll get over it. But it was like the first time I heard it, I was like, I don't like. I also just hate chanting in songs, like when there's like vocal or like like speaking chanting Shark going bait. on Hoo-ha. behind singing vocals. Like it bothers me. I don't know why. Starlight. This song makes me want a chaotic relationship. This song is like a fun little bop. Yeah. Like it makes me want to dance. No thoughts other than that. Yeah. 
Kind of like holy ground. I just kind of want to jam. Yeah, I just want to like bop. Begin again. Okay. I, when I say I love this song, I, I love this song and I have loved this song ever since it came out. Perfect. Perfect. It's, I, I have no, no criticism. notes. I have no notes. What I wrote, another old time fave, amazing, brilliant, no notes. My only, my only thing is begin again makes me want to begin again and I can't describe it. Yeah, I like, I love, I love this song. The original is fantastic, but like once, I know, I know I've said this multiple times, this one just feels like the more grown up version mm-hmm. where I really feel that first spring of like hope with this new person you're talking to. I just, yeah, I, this is one of those songs that it does hit, hit better the older you are. I just love the like. You like you finally meet that person who likes the things about you that the last person you dated didn't like about you. Yeah. And you're like realizing that like those things are normal things. That person just didn't like them. And that's but not it, a you problem, that's a them problem. Exactly. And, and I, I love this song. I think ah. one of the things that Taylor did with this, instead of changing those things about herself, mm-hmm. She, in, 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 the, in the story of the song, she kept those songs. She kept those James Taylor albums. She didn't uh-huh. get rid of them because so-and-so didn't like them. Yeah. He made her feel bad about them, but she didn't get rid of the things that she loved about herself for uh-huh. a man. But yeah. now she's finally finding someone who appreciates that, and that just hits. Yeah. That just Find hits. you someone that makes you relate to Begin Again. Yes. I need to find someone Ugh. who will just sit there and listen to me rant about stupid shit. Yeah, I love this song. I love this song so much. No, no criticisms whatsoever. No criticisms. Um, the moment I knew. I don't really have a lot to say about this song. Um, I have two things to say about it. Uh-huh. You go um, because mine is not serious. Okay, so I'll get to the serious one first, and then I'll get to the not serious one. Okay. The serious. So the serious one is I. This one is just circumstance of timing that this mm-hmm. album came out. Um, in a very not dramatic way, because none of that was dramatic, but the story that I told at the beginning of this, um, Mm. episode where I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I, because of the timing of all of this, I related to the song more, like I said, not traumatic, not bad way, but like the moment I knew, I think I related to the song more now because the moment I knew in my head with talking to that one guy Mm -hmm. and also cutting like I'm done. This is it. I'm moment I knew I'm done. I connected yeah. to this one more. Yeah, I feel that. So like, it's just like a circumstance. Like I don't think that's gonna stick with me for very long. It's just like uh-huh. said, that it's happened like in the moment. You're like, oh shit. Yeah, like this album came out like a week after like I made that decision. So like uh-huh. it's very like fresh in my mind. Yeah. Um, but the non-serious one, my uh-huh. literal what I wrote down in my notes is the moment I knew, aka fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh yeah, I wrote down the moment I knew. I love a, twi- a Taylor Swift Christmas song because she says Christmas in it. <laughs> that was all I. That was all I wrote. So can I? So at, at any Christmas party, I'm just gonna play this and see if anyone. Oh, I already put it on my Christmas playlist. Hell yeah! Because my Christmas playlist, I've changed it now, and it's just like weird fucking Christmas songs. Like Good. it's like RuPaul's Christmas album, as it and like be. the I wish it was Christmas today from SNL, and like Dick in a Box. 
Dick in a Box is a Christmas song, and it changed my mind. It's a Christmas song. I love that song so much. Come back, be here. I love this song. (laughs) I I love the song originally. I love what TikTok has done with this song. I I hadn't heard this song before Thursday night. And I was laying in my bed with my AirPods in, and I was like, you're kidding. You're kidding me right now. This was a song I remember dramatically listening to as a teenager. Yeah. I, I distinctly remember that. And then now, now there are several changes she makes to the song as far mm-hmm. as music. Mm-hmm. It's so much more painful and dramatic. I mean, yeah. oh my God. Also, Blondie really manifested that long-distance relationship. She did, bro. <laughs> she did. I, uh, once again, I have no criticisms of the song. No. None. None. Perfect song. I love it so much. I, I want to dramatically scream, come back, be here. Literally. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. I, I... Yeah. Hands up in the air. I'm done talking about it. Yeah, I have nothing else. I love, I love it. Um, girl at home. I wrote, LOL, girl boss move. Love it. So I, so I have a personal connection to this song. I know. It was all I could think about. Um, uh, yeah. So I was listening to the Taylor Swift album in the spring. Mm-hmm. And around this time of spring, um, there was this guy who had a girl at home, and he wanted to sleep with me. Yeah. And I, A, just in general, I wasn't attracted to the guy at all. And I was like, no. But also, I'm like, you have a girl, a, a at, girl home. at home. And everybody knows it. Oh, literally. <laughs> so, so Christina and I were a little messy this year at my birthday party. He was in attendance. Mm-hmm. Um, and we made a playlist for my birthday party because, duh. Obviously. All the songs that I liked. So we specifically put this on there and queued it up, like, right mm-hmm. before everyone got drunk. But, like, so, like, they would, they were, so, they were still, like, paying attention to the music. Yeah. And we blasted this song through the house. We were, like, dancing on the ottoman. <laughs> and, like, I made eye contact with the person. I was like, yeah, you got a girl at home. You've got a girl at home. So that song. Everybody knows it. This song is fun to me. It's it's not a good song, but it's fun to no. me because of that memory. <laughs> yeah, it's not a it's actually like kind of boring to listen to. Oh yeah. But since we have like that memory with it, I think it's fun. It's it's a, it's a skippable song for me when I'm going to listen to the album. I'm going to I'm like skip it, but occasionally I'll play it and just like probably just start laughing and remembering all all how that went down. Yeah. Okay. 21. Ronin. This was another song I had never heard before. So I was listening to the first verse and the chorus, and I literally wrote down, oh my God, is this about a kid that died? And then like in the second verse, she says something about like a kid dying. And I was like, oh shit, this, this is about a kid dying. I don't like songs about kids dying. Um, it's sad. So yeah, she wrote this about an actual child that she yeah. knew. Um, so um, I never really liked the song. I don't like really like the song now, and I know that I, I'm saying this full well that it's going to be on the internet. Yeah. But what was going through my head was uh, Loki episode two, very sad. Anyway, 
Like moving on to the next like song. I don't get it. Like yes, when when, when uh, Mobius is telling him like, oh, Asgard's destroyed, and Loki's like, when he's making a salad, he's like, yes, very sad. Anyway. Oh, oh, I see. I forgot yeah. about that line. I just don't like like okay. So my thing, I don't like kids. We all know I don't like children very much. I tolerate them. But at, like, when a kid dies, it's just, like, really sad. Yeah. Like, like that kid didn't do anything wrong. Like, why right. did it get sick and die? And so, it's like, the song, the song, like, hit, and it, like, made me really sad because, like, kids dying is, like, not it's something that should happen. It's a very sad song. Yeah. It's not what I want to listen to. Oh. So I oh, yeah. will I skip be skipping it. this song. I do skip it because it... It is sad, and it, like, really dampers the mood. I listened to it once, so I can say I listened to the album all the way through, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. next. Okay, so now we're on to the vault tracks. Yes! Yes, we are. Okay. Now we're on to the vault tracks. Buckle up. This is where I really have, like, a lot of thoughts. Better man. Was... Better man. You go. You go first. This song is so good. This song is so good. I love this song. And I know it's like a little big town song or whatever. But it's, I like this song. I like this song too. And I actually have a story. Last night, a story developed about this song. Oh, God. No, nothing bad. Nothing bad. So there was this girl in my class and we were talking and we were, we were talking before class, me and two other girls and one of the girls had just gone to Barnes and Noble, Noble and she was like, oh, showing us the rom-com book that she got. And she's uh-huh. like, yeah, well, I didn't really want a sad book. Um, I wanted something like a rom-com, make me happy. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about this one book. And I was like, well, you know, there's times where you want a sad book. Uh-huh. Um, but if you really want to be sad, you just listen to Taylor Swift. And uh-huh. the girl, like, one of the girls, like, popped her head up. She goes, oh, God. Did you listen to Red? I was like, did you? You? And she goes, she goes, oh, it was so good. I listened to it the second it came out. She goes, and literally the next words out of her mouth were, do you like Better Man? And I said, yes. Yeah. So she and I were literally talking about Better Man. And, like, we were talking about it, like, so excitedly. We didn't notice that the entire class had stopped talking to start class. And I looked over at the professor, who's, like, he and I are really chill. He goes, uh-huh. can we start class now? I said, yeah, my bad. Sorry. 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 <laughs> that is so funny. Dude, this song is Good. It's good. I was literally listening to it this morning too. I yeah. this, is a, this is a good song. People on TikTok are using this song to like relate to their daddy issues, and I'm like, damn. Oh fuck! I haven't That's have crazy. Not seen that. I was like, yeah, applicable. Let's talk about Phoebe. Oh my god, these two blondies are going to ruin my life. This song was so good. I saw, I'm not taking credit for this thought. I saw it on TikTok, but like somebody said the fact that Taylor Swift has a song about being too young for a man and then feeling too old in her career on the same album, like tells you everything that you need to know about being a woman. I love that. I I did not hear that. Yeah. I didn't see it. I love it. I was like, yeah, that's literally what it's like. This is another song I have no criticisms for. Like, how did I go from growing up to breaking down? Okay, let's... First off, Blondie, that's rude. That's rude. Are you kidding me? That came out of left field. 
<laughs> How can a person know everything at 18, at 18 but and nothing, nothing at, 22? at 22? Come on. I, that one, that one being in your mid twenties now, that one hits. That one hits. Mm-hmm. That one. I, I saw this, uh, this other TikTok and it was like this girl, like in a fetal position, rocking back and forth and all it said on the screen, it was this song in the background. And all it said was how are all my 1999 babies doing? <laughs> Cause they're 22. They're 22. Yeah. Like, they're not well. Oh, I did. So my sister has this friend who is like a Taylor Swift super fan. And I just like looked at her. I looked at my sister and I was like, have you checked up on her? I was like, you should probably make sure she's okay. Because I was like, I'm not even like a crazy like Taylor Swift super fan. And I'm like shitting a brick. And I was like, this girl who like loves her so much, like goes to every single tour, has cardboard cutouts of her like loves Taylor Swift to no end is like probably dead. Venmo her money for a bottle of wine too. Like she is deceased. I was like, you need to check up on this girl. So next up we've got babe. Okay. To be honest, I don't really know a lot of these vault tracks very well. My only comment in my notes Uh is that it says babe, Dash, pretty forgettable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I kind of skip it. It's a skip one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to Message in a Bottle. Okay, this one I do have some thoughts on. Okay. Um, Because this one, to me, I, I see and it hits as really relatable. Uh-huh. In the way that I thought... You know when you're messaging a guy and you're trying to get him to talk to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that just doesn't work out. So you keep just, like, setting, like, stupid shit to, like, be like, oh, hey, talk to me because I want to talk to you. Yeah, I used to be like that. And then yeah. I just, I was, like, tired of, like, hurting my own feelings because I was like, they're just not going to respond to me. So, like, I'll try, like, twice. And if they don't respond how I want them to, then I stop. I've only done that with a few guys. Yeah. Meaning, like, two. But yeah. it doesn't feel good, and it hurts, and I feel like I feel like that the song really relates to that. Mm-hmm. In my head. Like, I don't, I, I know people probably have very different experiences, but that's what I was thinking of when I heard this yeah. song. Yeah. This song is such a 2012 pop song. Oh, God, it is. It, <laughs> it's, like, so painful to listen to. So it, it is. Uh, yeah. I did see somewhere that people were saying that, like, this was the Aries song of Red, Taylor's version. And I was like... This is the Aries song? I was like, I don't know about that, but okay. You're going to tell me this is the Aries song when Red is on this album? Yeah. Yeah. For real. No, you can't... Red, Red is the Red... Is the Aries song. Sorry. Um, what's next? I Bet You Think About Me. Oh, this is a good song. Actually, I did not like it until I saw the music video. Oh, I still haven't watched the music video yet. Oh, it's good. I I do like this song, but like like how we said earlier, like she's definitely forcing her country accent again. Yeah. Um which is kind of funny to me. I'm like you don't sing like this anymore, so I guess you're just like painting a picture. Yeah. I guess, I don't know. One, I think that she also has to match Chris Stapleton. Oh, totally. Even though he's on the background, which is 
where he belongs, like we said. Um, I love, though, at the end when she's like, I bet you think about me with your organic shoes and your million-dollar couch. And I'm Fuck like, Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm like, call him out. Call him out, babe. I will say that I think it's also hilarious that this is on here because I mm-hmm. guarantee Taylor has not thought about this man in years. In years. I know. I know. And she is all he's going to be thinking about now that this album has dropped. I'll bet you think about me. Yep. When I release a 10-minute version of All Too Well. Yep. That's that's <laughs> what I've got to say. But you should watch a music video. Okay. I, I was going to, but I got distracted last night. Mood. Okay. Forever Winter. Your thoughts. I'm reading the lyrics because I don't remember them. That's what, I, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I have a lot of thoughts about this song. My only thoughts, and this one's another skippable one, skippable one for me because yeah. this one is not a healthy, it's, it's not a song about a healthy relationship. And I do just want to scream, you can't fix him. It's not your Literally. job to fix him. It's not, but like when you're 19. What do you know? Like it, that's, that's what you're going to do. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want this guy to like me, so I'm going to like do I, what I can. I think this song is important to fit into the overall story. But yeah. as a song itself, skippable, baby, you can't fix him. Yeah. He real. doesn't, you, it's not your job to fix him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That, that's pretty much my thoughts on that song. Run. Okay. I I really like this song. I like it too. However. It, it sounds like an Ed Sheeran song, not a yes. Taylor Swift song. And I still think I like, I know Ed Sheeran said he prefers this song. I prefer Everything Has Changed. Same. I, 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 Ed Sheeran likes this song better? Yeah. Huh. He likes the song better, but I like everything that's changed. And I think, I, I think, I think also what hurt this song, and it's just the nature of the album, is the fact that the song was put at the end with all the vault tracks. Uh huh. I think if it was placed somewhere different in the album, it would have elevated it in my mind. That makes sense. But like I said, she grouped, obviously, it makes total sense why she grouped, because she wanted the original album and then uh, all the fault songs. Yes. Absolutely makes sense. I think if she had moved this one up, it would have made be more sense. More, it would have it made more sense. I'd have been more mm-hmm. receptive and positive to it. That's fair. Like, I, I, this one, I, I would say I'll, I'll listen to it about half the time. Yeah. Then we have The Very First Night. I, this song hurts. Yeah. This one hurts. And I think this is the perfect song of all the songs to put right before All Too Well 10-minute version. (laughs) Yeah. Because this is the very first night. This is the beginning of recovery, and you're really just starting to think about what the hell went wrong and what what happened. Mm -hmm. Um. Right before she explains what really happened, because she's been alluding to what happened this entire album. Mm-hmm. The feelings that she goes to the very first night, I think that's 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 so important, like as, as a concept. 
let's let's reevaluate what is what has happened and let me really think about it. Well, let's what what really happened? Boom! All too well, ten minute version. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. I think I think this one is going to go on a sad playlist for me. That makes sense. Even though it's like upbeat and fun. <laughs> well, I mean, all the all too well ten minute version is more upbeat than the regular one. Yeah, and that one hurts too. That one is that is rude. We'll get into it in a second. But I'm just like it doesn't have to be like a ballad. Slow, yeah, to I know. really That's hurt. True. Yeah, because somebody else by the 1975. That straight hurts. to the heart. Straight yeah. to the heart. Yeah. Okay, so should we since we're since we've been talking for over an hour, it's time. Okay. I have three quarters of a page of notes on this. On okay. this song alone. And I feel like I feel like we're gonna be talking about the music video and the song. Yes. I just wanna start by saying Fuck Jake Hall. This abbreviated looks like some sort of algorithm code. It's very funny. Like oh. ATW one zero M V T V F T V. Like, that sounds Taylor was just fucking around at this point. It sounds like a weird code or, like, a car model or something. It's very funny. And also, fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. Fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. For a dollar, name a celebrity you hate. Jake Gyllenhaal. Scream it! Okay, so the beginning, I was caught off guard because I was expecting the, like, acoustic but it was like more poppy so i was very caught off guard at the beginning i love the intro it's so pretty i think so okay Contra- not controversial opinion um i had I-, I amended my notes but i kept the original note in there okay i said all too well 10 minute version i like the original version better though i do enjoy this popular version fuck jake oh my god yeah i have since edited that after listening okay. to it multiple times Okay. So that was my that was that was my reaction to the first listen to. Uh-huh. And then I listened to it again and again and again and again and again and again and I have more thoughts. Okay. It grew on me. It really did. I Oh, loved you didn't it. like you did not like it at first. Eh. Okay. I was a little bit like lukewarm. Like it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. I liked it a lot. But I have to say, I'm now in the I liked it a lot camp. I Okay. I can't stop listening to it. Yeah. I, the first note that I have written down says, marked as explicit, question mark. I love it. Ab- it yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, you shit. You need an F-bomb in there because fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, and then my second note says, this is a vibe so far, but I know it's about to ruin my life. I think, I think that I know it's about to ruin my life was going through my head because the beginning is... Minus the music. The beginning's uh-huh. the same. Exactly the same. And I was really caught off guard by new lyrics being thrown in halfway in the song. Yeah. I thought it was, like, going to be the song and then, like, all the other stuff at the end. Me too. But I was, but, like, waiting for the other shoe to fall on when it did. I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh. I was like, oh, shit. It's right. It's it's two minutes in. That's when we get new lyrics. I was like, oh, shit. But in the music video in this point... Where, the, where Dylan O'Brien and Sadie Sink are, like, all in love and everything. A, if it was two actual adults 
it would be an cute as hell little montage. Uh huh. I was uncomfy. I literally had to look up how old Sadie Sink was because I truly thought she was like fourteen. I was uncomfortable. She's nineteen. Dylan O'Brien is thirty. Makes sense. Yeah. It makes oh, sense. Blondie I think knew what she like, was doing. Like she wanted us to feel uncomfortable because it was uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I I I was uncomfortable. I was and like, like in the back of my mind, I was like, I knew Taylor wouldn't have cast Sadie Sink in this if she was a literal minor, but I I swear to God, I thought she was like fourteen or fifteen years old. But I have to say, those two did some incredible acting. They are so good. Oh my amazing. god! Amazing, amazing, uh, incredible acting. Amazing. Oh my god, I can't get over it. I just love when people are like, Jake Gyllenhaal can't even wash himself. How do you expect him to wash the dishes? <laughs> that is, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that gaslighting scene was intense. Painful. That was painful. I was like, oh, and it's like. When you're 19, you don't realize that he shouldn't be fighting you for dropping. Okay. Not also, even like, not even the dropping the hand, which a parallel to champagne problems. I know. Um, she's visibly upset about something that you did to her. You don't respond by saying, I don't even remember that. You should just immediately apologize. You should be like, oh, I'm sorry. I did something that hurt your feelings. You shouldn't be like, how can you attack me for something that I don't even remember doing? Manipulator behavior. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. He's like, I you're, was so mad. And when he's like, you're, you're acting insane. Oh. Oh. I'll show you insane. Oh, my God. Ugh. Oh, my God. It was Fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. I was once again uncomfortable watching that because I'm like, she's a child. Hey, yeah. hey, even if she wasn't a child, she shouldn't be going through that. Mm-hmm. But she's a child. Yeah, and it's just like when you're that young, you don't realize that that's not the way people are supposed to treat you. You know? Oh my god! Like you just think that that's normal because that happened to you so young. Yeah. Ugh. But an, an, a lyric in this ish time. I think in the music video. Um, He's going to say his love. You never called it what it was. was. Ow. Ow. I know I've never been in love, but like even, even liking someone. But like, yeah, like, could you imagine? And like, you know that they like you back and they never just say it. Yeah. Oh uh-huh. my that would hurt. Pain. Ow. Um But shortly after that, another lyric and this one is the one that hurt me the most out of this entire album. Uh-oh. Um, and everyone's gonna know what it is, and you're like, oh, it's really basic, but um you kept me like a secret, but I kept you like kept an oath. Kept you like an oath. Oh, I heard that the first time and I was like this oh one, my god! This one hurt me a lot, and I'm I'm yeah. I'm still thinking I'm I'm thinking about it when I'm not even listening to this song because, as someone who's only had like friends with benefits relationships or like been talking mm-hmm. to people on the down low, this one really got to me. Yeah, that and was... as someone, 
as, Go ahead, sorry. As someone who does struggle with, like, because I've never dated anyone, like, only messing around, like, been secret. Like, are you not worthy? Should I be kept a secret? Like, all, like, my mental uh-huh. issues. That lyric really highlighted that for me, and that one really hurt. That hurt, that, that hurt yeah. me. That's, that, that lyric was uncalled for. I need to pull up the lyrics because I have a lot of things written down in my notes that I have no context for, which is annoying. One lyric that did hit me pretty hard, though, was which is so funny because it's like not even really like relatable because I haven't really dated anyone that was that much older than me. Like, I think like the most age gap I've had is like five years. Mm-hmm. But like when she said, like, if we had been closer in age, then maybe it would have been fine. And that made me want to die. And I was like. I don't know why it hit me so hard, but it did. Yeah. Yeah. That's... The the new lyrics hurt. The new lyrics are uncalled for. The bridge rude. the bridge still hurts. That that one, whew. Whew, that one still hurt. And I still screamed the lyrics of that one in my car. Oh, it's so good. But, but, um... But right around that same point, I really like... I'm in a new hell every time you double-cross my mind... Not just cross my every time you double cross my mind. So good. So oh good. Oh my god. That those lyrics. Whew. So good. And like asking, I think also something else that encompasses what females can feel, even when they don't unpack a relationship. When she's talking about probably Jennifer Aniston, asking her what happened, you. That's what happened to you. 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 Oh, that was Jennifer Aniston? Everyone thinks it's Jennifer Aniston. Oh, interesting. But yeah. Like, just just you. You happened to me. Yeah. And classic line. So casually cruel in the name of being honest. I will love that line till the day I die. Because it's so true. Because guys will be like, I'm just trying to be honest with you. Oh but my god. No, you're actually being fucking rude. Yeah. Every single time a guy's like, I'm just trying to be like nice and honest like no you're not I'm not taking credit for this I saw a TikTok about this um but this girl was talking about Maggie Gyllenhaal Uh uh-huh and she was like what is Maggie thinking right now she goes because as an older sister to a younger brother and I I am the older sister to a younger brother I would I would tear my brother apart literally if she wrote a lyric if somebody wrote a lyric like that about my brother oh yeah you did what Mm mm-hmm you did Oh, God. Oh, I, I don't even know how the interaction between me and my brother would go. Yeah. So, so like, what is Maggie? Maggie, what are you thinking? I know you're listening to the podcast. What are you thinking? Yeah, Maggie, friend of the podcast, Maggie Gyllenhaal. You can come, but your brother can't. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, there's also, I don't want to, like, harp on this for too long because I think it's, like, something really weird to talk about. But just, like, the whole thing of, like, the scarf is actually a metaphor for her virginity. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really weird to like talk about celebrities virginities, but like, I kind of think like I would, I would believe it if it turns out that there wasn't actually a scarf. I think it's both. Yeah. Like, like if the scarf was like her virginity and like he took it and he can't give it back because he always has it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's both. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't want to talk about that for too long because it's, like, a weird thing to talk about. So moving on to, like, the zinger of the Uh entire song. 
I was never good at telling jokes, but the punchline goes, I'll get older, but your lovers stay my age. So good. When I tell you my jaw so dropped. Good. And when she performed it on SNL, like the way y'all should watch this performance because she, it, it's good. It's so good. And there's like autumn leaves falling when she says autumn leaves falling, like pieces into place and they start falling. Perfect. Um, anyways, the music stops when she says, um, I get older, but the lovers stay my age. Like it's just her singing all the music stops because she wanted you to hear it. Well, and what's really gross to me is I think I sent you a tweet or TikTok about this is that in interviews, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal will call Tom Holland kid. A kid. When Jake Gyllenhaal's current girlfriend is younger than Than Tom Tom Holland. Holland. I am older. You are older than Jake Gyllenhaal's current girlfriend. You know, you said, how's Maggie feeling? How is his girlfriend feeling right now? Oh, God. Does someone need to go rescue her? Do we need to, like, walk our asses up to New York City and, like, rescue her? I will. We need to get her out of that. Like, there's no way she's okay right now. If I was was dating someone and they're like, oh, my God. First off, it's a big red flag if they're like, my ex is just crazy. Big red flag. Yeah, and it's like, well, what did you do to her to make her crazy? And then I listen to this album and this song. And then, like, I'm listening to these lyrics. I would. We're done. 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 Done, done. 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 Trash, trash, trash. Not for you. Yeah, literally. And then... I don't really have anything else to analyze about the lyrics, except the outro is just very pretty. It's very pretty, but there is one part of the outro that I do, um, lyric wise, mm-hmm. that did, did the love affair maim you all too well? Oh yeah. And because there, I do th- occasionally think when I stop talking to someone, like, were you affected by this at all? Uh huh. Like I do think that. I think that as well. Because, like, I'm, like, I'm affected damn. by this. Are yeah, you? Like, did I just, like, make all this shit up? Yeah. Like, you better, you better be upset, too. It was, it was, it was just a fan. T- oh, 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 and T on the music video. I don't know if mm. you saw this TikTok, but this girl, she stitched it and was like, Taylor Swift did amazing casting for the older Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. She goes, yeah, that's my ex-boyfriend who's the actor. And he gaslighted and then emotionally abused me for a year and a half. So he was really method and like really went into his role. And Taylor Swift knew what she was doing when she was casting him. So like perfect, like good job. Man, all the Dylan O'Brien girlies are punching the air right now. I, wow. Oh, also, apparently People... Dylan O'Brien apologized after the thing screen. He goes, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, as he should, because I kind of fucking hated him. As, as you should. As you should. That, I, 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 I've watched that music video, I think, four times now. I've only watched it the once. I've watched it a few times. And it, and it makes me, honestly, more uncomfortable every single time. Because, like, the first time, I was just, like, shocked. Yeah. And then and, you can get to, like, analyze it again. And, you like, know? I like, know. Without, yeah, I know it's coming. the initial shock. Mm-hmm. But um, I've listened to that song. So I listened to it. So it's a 10-minute commute. For me. To and from school? Yep. Nice. Guess what's 10 minutes? (laughs) So, like, I've listened to it multiple times. I've listened to it a lot. It hurts. And then, and then, so Christina had the great idea a few nights ago 
Um, she goes, oh, I just poured a glass of wine and I'm going to listen to all too well 10 minute version in the shower. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that's a great idea. So I copied her. <laughs> and when I tell you, I, I, I even like laid down too. Oh, you did? I just, I stood there in the stream of the shower and I was home alone. So I was just like screaming. I stood there for part of it, but I went down and also like, like sat down and like wrapped my arms around my knees. Mm-hmm. Like as it was like hitting the back of my head, it was so dramatic. It was so dramatic, but at the same time, it felt so good. It was very cathartic, I think. Yeah. Because it, it was feels so really good to just like scream in the shower. It, it was great. It was a great time. You know, speaking of screaming in the shower, another really great song to do that to is um, I Know the End by Phoebe Bridgers. Just Okay. That's a really good song to scream to in the shower because you literally scream at the end of the song. So good. Anyways. (laughs) Anyways. So. So those are our thoughts. Before. We're going to take a quiz. But before we take a quiz, what are... Your top three, excluding all too well 10 minute version, because that is a cop out answer. It's everyone's favorite. So. Okay. Um, I would probably say, and I can't include the original all too well in there either. No. Okay. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, you could if you wanted to. Okay. I would probably have to say, I've got two. I'm just trying to decide what the last one is. Yeah. You can do an honorable mention. Okay. Okay, I have my three in honorable mention. Okay. Okay, so I've got Begin Again. Okay. I've got Treacherous. Okay. I've got Nothing New. Okay. And honorable mention, The Last Time. Oh, interesting. And I, and I didn't include All Too Well in there because I feel like that was, that was a cop-out. Yeah. Okay. I think those are my top three. I also have an honorable mention. So in no particular order, my top three are Begin Again, Come Back, Be Here, and Nothing New. Uh, Honorable mention, Better Man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So some similarities, some differences. Yeah. Like... Anyone who listens to this episode, I don't think that should be a surprise because those are the three songs, four songs that I like freaked out the most for. Yeah. I just freaked out for the album. I, I, yeah. I know I criticized now, several of the songs, but this album is chef's kiss. Now, how Alyssa said that like this is like her favorite Taylor Swift album. It's... This, how Alyssa is right now for Red, Taylor's version, is how I'm going to be for um, 1989, Taylor's version. Oh, that's so good, too. I love 1989. It's not my favorite Taylor Swift album, I don't think. But I love that album so much, I cannot wait for the re-record. Yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to be feral for that one, too. But yeah. And then we're we're both going to be feral for Reputation. I... No man should talk to me for the year no. that reputation comes out. No. If I am dating someone, let's be real, that's not going to happen. I'm going to need to break Absolutely up with them. Not. I'm going to need to. 
Yeah, like, you cannot talk to me for a couple weeks. Like, and I know they have, like, amazing songs, like, romance songs, like, King of My Heart is on there. Um, and, like, yeah. Dress, but, like... Yeah. Sorry, we have to break up. Oh, Getaway Car, Taylor's version? I'm going to die and come back to life. And you're going to tell me she's not going to do a music video for that one this time around? Listen, I love Tom Hiddleston, but all my love for Tom Hiddleston goes out the door when that song comes on. Because she's listening to what the fans want, and fans want a Getaway Car music video. We are going to get... Some random actor that looks just like Tom Middleston. She's going to like cast like Michael Fassbender. <laughs> that would be so funny. Anyways. Anyways, let's take a quiz. Let's take a quiz. We found a quiz. Plan a fall date that's definitely written by a woman to find out which red Taylor's version track you should be blasting. Okay, so which fall Starbucks drink are you ordering to start the day off? Pumpkin spice latte. Chai latte. Apple crisp macchiato. Pumpkin cream cold brew. I'm choosing the pumpkin cream. Well... If it was a dirty chai, maybe, but it's not, so pumpkin cream cold brew. Yeah, I'm doing pumpkin cream cold brew for yeah. sure. Pick your ideal fall date activity. Walking around Central Park. Dancing in the refrigerator light. I see you, BuzzFeed. <laughs> um, pumpkin patch. Drive-in movie. Ooh. I'm a, a Central Park for sure. I know, I'm I'm debating between Central Park and Drive-In Movie. I'll say Drive-In Movie so we can have different responses okay. or answers. Uh, what outfit are you wearing on that date? Oh, and since this is an audio medium, we will be describing you these photos. Okay, so the first one's got like a Burberry trench coat with a large sage green scarf. The second is... Um, She's wearing a wide-brimmed hat, a white shirt with, like, a camel-colored cardigan, and light-washed skinny jeans. It's like Christian Girl Autumn in a photo. It's very Christian Girl Autumn. Uh, The next one is black jeans, a white top tucked in with a multicolored brown cardigan. And the last one is a plaid flannel. She looks like she has on black skinny jeans and, like, a black... Um, like bowler hat. I know I definitely am the trench coat with the scarf. I know. And I'm none of these. Yeah, like a good coat. Because I don't really wear plaid. I feel like that one's the one that's most, like, closest to your aesthetic, though. The plaid one? Yeah. Yeah, I know, even though I don't wear plaid. Or, like, flannel. I wear plaid, like, pants. I just don't wear flannels. I'll pick that one. Whatever. What snack are you bringing with you? I'm going to jump ahead here for a second. So if we're planning a date and you're bringing a snack to the date, one of these options, people, is soup. (laughs) Good soup. Why are you bringing, are you bringing like a thermos of soup? Why are you, honestly though, why are you bringing any of these things to a date? I I just want to talk to who wrote this quiz. Anyway, um, soup. Pumpkin bread. Caramel apple. Candy corn. Once again, why are you bringing any of these things to a date? Caramel apple, too messy to eat on a date. 
is this a first date? You're not eating a caramel apple on the first date. Uh, candy corn is nasty. Pumpkin bread, I guess. Like if you're having coffee. What's with the soup? Well, I don't understand. Who is bringing a thermos of soup? And also, if you look, that's like gazpacho. Yeah. Like, it's not or even it like could, a warm fall soup. Like, it looks like gazpacho. Or it could be like a butternut squash Oh, that's situation. true. Because it's know. orange. I'm choosing pumpkin bread because it's the only, that's the most well. logical one. Me too. Okay, pick another fall activity to do. Throw a bonfire. Go to a football game. Carve pumpkins. Go to a haunted house. I'm thinking a haunted house, baby. White people. I love a haunted house. I'm going to pick a go to a football game. I love football games. Watch a cozy movie to end the evening. The Notebook. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Little Women. Valentine's Day. Oh, hey, did you also know that Little Women's coming to Netflix? Well, I own it, so. Well, I don't. not, Not breaking news to me, but that's awesome. And I'm choosing Little Women. I'm also choosing Little Women because best believe I'm making a man watch that on a date with me. Okay. And just out of curiosity, who's your favorite Taylor Swift ex? Why is Jake Gyllenhaal an option? Ah, I'm not reading the options because there's a correct answer and it is Harry Styles. I want to talk to who wrote this quiz. We probably got the same fucking thing because we answered a lot of the questions similarly. What'd you get? I knew you were trouble. Me as well. Yeah, I... I don't agree. I don't like the song. Oh, it does say Reputation is your favorite Taylor Swift era, which is yeah. up there. It's just... That's, that's facts. I mean, what they say is pretty correct about us. You're a total badass. You often act before you think things through. Still have no regrets. No one will ever see you cry, even though you put your heart on the line and love the adventure of life. Description, accurate. Song, not so much. Yeah. Well, on that terrible disappointment. Yeah, damn. It's time to end. We have to end. I fully encourage every single one of you to go listen to Red Taylor's version. Red Taylor's version, and you know, if you stream the original, you're dead to me. That's how it is. So, if you have thoughts about Red that you would like to share with us, please do. Yes. And did you know that you can send us an email at cybwsspodcast at gmail.com? You can also voice your opinions in a voicemail at anchor.fm backslash cybwss. You can also follow us on Instagram at cybwss underscore podcast. Happy crying. Happy crying. Sit fully on the ground in the shower with the water running and a glass of wine if you are 21. All right. So thank you guys for listening, and we'll see y'all in the next one. Bye-bye. Goodbye.